0: Thanks so much for joining the Prep Zone Podcast. I'm your host, Esteban DeVino, and I'm honored to have you with me, Coach Laddie Lawrence. Coach, how are you? I'm fine. Thanks for having me. Oh, man, it's, it's such an honor and a pleasure to have you here. Um, I, I, uh, you know, we always do some research before getting a guest in here, and I got to tell you, your resume is impressive. I mean, just it blew me away. So I'm, I, there's so much to go through. So I'm going to hit some key points here, and you'll let me know what's going on. So uh, you're married to Katie. How yep. long have you been married? Uh, 48 and a half years. That's amazing. Congratulations. That's really cool. Uh, You have three children, Catherine, John, and Andrew. Correct. And six grandchildren, Lily, Max, Ben, Eleanor, Emerson, and Jack. That's right. How old are the grandkids?
1: Oh, I'm afraid you're going to ask me that. They're (laughs) all between
0: nine and uh, five. (laughs) Oh, good. Oh, young, Oh, young. Uh, I want to go through some stuff. I mean, there's so much to talk about, but I know um, I highlighted some. Uh, you, were a f- you, won the, you were national junior champion in the men's pentathlon. Right. How, how the, was that?
1: Back, uh, uh, the AAU used to run track and field. Now it's US, uh, uh-huh. track and field. And um, they had two categories for junior. One was based on age. The other one was based on anybody who's never won a major championship. That's the one I won. That's amazing. So, so once you win one of those, you can't go into those junior meets anymore.
0: That's a Congratulations. That yeah, I was, was in my 20s at the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, uh, I mean, you were, you, were, uh, you were inducted in the Hall of Fame, the CHSA, in 2004, also in the FSEC Hall of Fame in 2002. Uh, you have a scholarship fund that was incorporated uh, for $10,000 scholarship tuition award presented annually to a Staples graduate. Can you talk a little bit about uh, that scholarship and what it's all about?
1: Yeah, that, that was actually established by the Pequot Runners. Uh-huh. And uh, the first several years, we would receive $10,000 from the um, Thanksgiving Day road race that they sponsor. Yep. Um, and then we'd also start receiving donations. And eventually it has grown into uh, a separate um, LLC, it's a 504C. Mm-hmm. and um, we've gone from giving away $10,000. We're now up to 15000 and so. we're we're trying to go better than that. Right now it's a one-shot scholarship. We're trying to go so we can do it for four years for kids. Um, there's been a lot of people who have benefited from it. There's I'm been sure. a tremendous amount of support from the community. Um, we have a, a board of directors, Paul Greenberg here in Westport, is the president of the board of directors. I'm I'm on it, um, and uh, it's it honors any kid who um, is in financial need for college, uh, has been a track and field athlete at the varsity level, has outstanding grades, and is also of uh, good character.
0: Yeah, it's it's all important. That's it's amazing. We get a lot
1: of applicants, and it, it it's tough sometimes to decide who's going to get money.
0: Yeah, it's one thing that I've you know, as we looked into these scholarships, and was like. We were so fortunate in our community to have such outstanding people and such outstanding student athletes Right, we' are very so, fortunate and a lot of them are deserving and unfortunately can't give it to them all but it right. it's it, 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 it really is
1: it's it's this scholarship is very important to me because um I was a full scholarship athlete in college and if it hadn't been for that, I probably would not have been able to afford to go
0: yeah you haven't you know as we're doing this stuff you just never know I mean how many lives you're going to change and right. people are going to impact it it's really amazing um I do want to also I was looking at the records as far as wins and coaching wins. So I'm going to go through some of them here which is again amazing. You have a dual meet record of 2000 w- over 2000 wins. Where is it what is it to now? You know? I know it's, I my I, last I, <laughs> was 2012 wins. I don't update that to the season's over. So <laughs> Okay, all right. Uh, I know <laughs> That you, was at the end of cross country. Okay, so you have 142 wins, <laughs> the longest winning streak um that's uh, that uh, you have 82 FCAC Division of Championships, 36 FCAC Championships, 42 CIA Class or Open Championships, and two New England Championships. I mean, that's a career just right there. Uh, how proud we've, of you of everything that you, you've done here?
1: Well, we've been very fortunate. Um, we get great kids uh, who are willing to work hard, uh, they're highly motivated, this being Westport. Yeah. Um, th- <sighs> The support that we get from the community has been tremendous. Uh, The support we get from the administration has also been tremendous. Uh, Probably the the best support we've gotten is from the parents. Um, You hear a lot of horror stories (laughs) in in high school athletics. Um, We don't have
0: them. We don't have them. Very fortunate. We're very fortunate. Well, it, you know, and I want to, you know, as we talk about, you mentioned the sport, and I've, you know, since we started on, uh, starting to cover and learn a lot more sports, and, you know, the first time we met at a meet, you, you said, this is kind of like organized chaos, right? And it's like, it's, I mean, <laughs> it's, it, it it's was... It's a three-ring circus. Right, it, it, <laughs> it, it was so much fun to see the warehouse like that. And, I mean, it, it's an, it was an experience, and, I, and I've, I've been back. It's, but talk about how great... Uh, environment is when everyone is there and and everybody's competing and that's going on. Well, there's a lot of prep that goes
1: on to get to that, that stage of the game. We start about seven o'clock in the morning, setting up the field house by nine, the other teams come by 10, we start. And then you have all the running events going on one right after another at the same time. You've got all the field events taking place, um, and it can be a little confusing if you're trying to watch several different things at once. It's almost like a three-ring circus.
0: You're right, because I was trying to watch, catch
1: everything, and you just can't. And, and in the field house, there's not a lot of room to put people. So we're getting about 1,000 people to meet between the competitors and the spectators. And uh, sometimes we have to move people around in order to make room for the events that take place. Yeah, it works it, it
0: works no it, it works and like and you were talking about parents i just as i walked in and like there's this huge concession stands with all kinds of stuff i mean food so the people are going to be there for hours right i mean the parents really are good they really step up don't they
1: yeah we're, uh, the average meet will last between 4 and 5 hours in our in our place sometimes longer if it's if you have more contestants um they've outdone themselves this year they've really produced some some great stuff <laughs> They get a lot they get a lot of uh support help from other parents. There's a we have uh both the boys and girls team have a uh a captain's parents group which that year then takes over the running of the support and then they get the other parents to, to join them. It's been it's been great for over the years. It's been working out.
0: Yeah, I mean as like I said, I started learning them and as far as you know, the teams and Or is this like a cut sport? Is it where you kind of just take anyone who wants to come in and kind of learn them? (laughs) I mean, of course you got your... We put a mirror
1: underneath their nose, and if they're breathing, we'll take them.
0: Uh, (laughs) uh, We don't cut
1: for lack of talent. Mm -hmm. Uh, We'll we'll take anybody. Um, As long as they want to come to practice and work hard, everybody will improve. We've proven that. Um, some proved to the high state level, some to New England level, some to national level. Um, but most of the kids uh, aren't, aren't, aren't at that level, varsity or JV. Um, and as long as you want to be there and work, you're on the team. We started the indoor season with 107 on the roster, and by two weeks, we were down to 82. We didn't cut anybody. They took themselves out. Mm-hmm. So we let people make that decision. Everybody says, well, what are your tryouts like? I said, well, it's a two-week period. If you can prove to us in two weeks that you're dedicated, you're here.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> It doesn't matter, you know, whether yeah. you run a nine-minute mile or a four-minute mile, you're here. Uh, the, the beauty of this sport is if you're not the one of the kids that is going to championships and, and improving at that level – but you can improve within your own level of abilities, um, you know, you're going you're gonna to have some good feelings about that. We have a kid on the team right now who last year as a freshman could not break nine minutes in the mile. He broke six minutes the other day, That's a couple of weeks ago. That's an incredible so, improvement. Yeah, so that's a year and a half. That it took him to get there because he started in cross country. And, uh, you know, he's on cloud nine, and he's improved that much.
0: And it makes a difference, right? I think I was—I had a couple guys from from the team here, and they said that the biggest thing that they always take—I mean, you love the competition, but it's it's the camaraderie that goes on there. Yeah, it's having your crew. Right? How important is that for a kid in high school? I mean, you've seen so many over the years, and how do they develop through that?
1: My philosophy about high school sports is that um, athletics is a, a vehicle for learning, and we can learn a lot of lessons that can carry on later in life. I've had, I've had tremendous feedback with that from people you know, who were on my first team even years ago. Um, the camaraderie, the relationships that they develop are, are going to last for a lifetime. Some of my best friends today are people that I competed with at Staples, but also people I competed against you know, you have those relationships as well, and you can see it. The distance runners are amazing because when they're competing, they're 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 ferocious against each other on the track. You know, who's going to be the fastest? When the race is over, kids from different teams go off and do a cool down together. They're talking; they all know each other. It's great.
0: Yeah, I I noticed that. I it, yeah, it's like the minute that the race, they, they say, "Hey, good race." I mean, they're always like. And it seems like it's not just, like you said, because they, they see each other in all these meets together. Yep. So they develop a, a relationship. But you're still trying trying to defeat them at, at the race. So it's uh, it's interesting how that goes. It's, you know, what,
1: once everybody crosses the finish line, it's a different so, ballgame. <laughs> no.
0: Because it's almost like I, I feel like it, it's kind of you versus, you know, yeah, it's, it's you versus them, but it's also you versus yourself. No, it's versus your the self. time, yeah. right? Because you're trying to improve your your time. You just mentioned about that. Time race. or distance, whatever it yeah. is you're doing. Yeah, and when you look back at, at, at all these years, any um, any team or any story that kind of sticks with you, say, you know, that through all, I mean, you've won so much, but any championships that are kind of a <laughs> little bit special to you, uh, any story you can share that kind of, like, you know, summed it up for you? Uh, I don't know. There's been so many. Uh, it's difficult because
1: you remember different teams for different things that have happened. You know, I guess I can mention Henry Wynn. Anybody that knows about our team knows that Henry Wynn is probably the uh, most successful track and field athlete we've ever had. He was 20, he won 22 Either individual or relay champion, state championships. That's more okay. than they So that's that's the school record,
0: <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, I was going. To and like, and kind of he is
1: such a down to earth guy, and he works so hard. And now he's a professional runner. Uh, he's he's actually on a world uh, record relay team, four by one mile indoors. Um, he ran last year the seventh fastest ever American mile indoors in a non-winning. So there's Uh an example of you don't have to win to be successful. Yeah, Uh, he was ranked 15th in the world uh, for that time. Uh, Since then, just that short period of time, and he's now pushed down the list a little bit. Uh Um, But he's he's you know 28 now. He's been a pro since leaving college. He's done great, and he comes back all the time. Whenever he comes back, he's more than happy to talk to the kids. So he, went, he, went, he, he was back this winter for a, uh, a week. And that week he actually trained at Staples and went running with the kids.
0: That's great, right? Uh, yeah, they, did, they
1: didn't do speed work with him, <laughs> but they could, <laughs> they could stay with him on right. one was an
0: easier distance run for him. Right. But it, it's got to be special for the kids to see a, a pro athlete yeah. come back and work with them like that, right? And I'm I, I also doing it, I, I think, you know, running is kind of unique because you go through sp- fall, spring, and, uh, and winter. Yeah, each right? season's different, though. It's season. Okay, so talk the, about the, dif- cro- different the cross country season
1: is strictly like a distance season, and that's in we, the fall. That's the fall. We try okay. to get the sprinters to come out to get that endurance base, um, but it's mostly made up of, of the distance runners. Those distance runners are really the the nucleus for all three seasons. Uh, in the winter time, well, let me backtrack. The cross country cross country has dual meets, invitationals, championships. When you get to the wintertime, uh, you've got these qualifying meets that we have on Saturdays at Staples. You've got uh, invitationals. You've got uh, championships. The events are different. They're totally different than outdoors. Uh, uh, the, there's no dual meet scoring, but um, for record-keeping purposes, if you want to figure out how good you were, you can just look at the championships. And, you know, if there's 16 teams in the league and you yeah. finish first, you, you know you can beat 15 of them. Um, it works the other way too if you're last. <laughs> <Right. laughs> but uh, and then the outdoor season goes back to dual meets. Okay. Um, the dual meets help determine your division championships. Uh, indoors, we run a separate division championship, um, and all the events outdoors are different than indoors, except for things like long jump and high jump. Mm-hmm. But the, the dashes are different. The distance, the distances, some of them are same and some are different. And.
0: Yeah. In- one thing that I' found unique too is that you have the boys and girls kind of competing in the same uh, you know event
1: yeah they, um we start we used to have separate dual meets where the uh-huh. girls would go one way one place we'd go someplace else, and um now we run just like the state does co- it's a co ed meet, but the girls are competing, so you run the boys event then you run the girls' event, yeah, and you just alternate like that or. Sometimes it's the girls' event first and the boys' event second. depends on what year it is because we follow the state calendar.
0: Yeah, I I, I thought, it, again, it was so exciting to be there, and I, I try to tell everyone, hey, get to meet. It's just like, well, you know, it's like you you talked about a three-ring circus. I just thought there was action going on all the time. It's nonstop. You can walk around that, you know, and it is always something to watch. Something happening. It's always something happening. Someone competing at a very high level, you know. And if,
1: and if somebody's doing something outstanding, like in the pole vault, they're way up high— the whole place is, gets into that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the, the races are amazing. Like you know, like the parents on the side, and, and everybody's just so close, and it's it, there's so much cheering, so much yelling. I, I found that to be uh, really, really exciting. I mean, it was really, really fun. Now, um, let's talk a little bit about this, this year's team. I mean, as you're heading now into the spring season, just kind of finishing up. I think you have the, you still have the states for the, we have indoor, the, the right.
1: We had the state uh, class already. We were fifth this year. We've um, got the state open on Saturday few kids and few events uh, girls girls i think are in seven events and we're in three but we've got doubles in some of those
0: events okay and uh, and so as you finish that up and you look to the spring how how's the team looking this year what what are you know what are we looking for
1: uh not so sure yet okay i know there's over 100 kids signed up okay uh, and that'll that'll grow um Hopefully, traditionally we are always in the mix. Um, it's been harder the last few years with the growth of rugby and lacrosse uh, and volleyball. Yeah, Those, uh, jumpers go there. Throwers tend to go to the and sprinters tend to go to the other two sports. Um, but we've got a good nucleus coming back. Uh, we've had some injuries that I hope will be cleared up by the time spring comes. Weather gets warmer by the time spring comes.
0: Right, we need some warm weather. It's just
1: nothing like going outside in March and uh, the the wind comes off the hill from Bedford and uh, it's always cold. And the shadow of the field house goes across, all the way across the field To later on in the spring. But um, I think we'll be all right. Uh, You know, we're looking to try to win the division again and uh, place high in the FC meet.
0: You talked about uh, the outdoor track there and interesting that the track was named for you. Yes, it was. Well, uh, when was that, and how did that come about? Talk a little bit about that.
1: Um, well, we needed to resurface the track that was there because it had bubbling, and um, so they redid the track. When they redid it, there was a group in town that pushed to name it after me. Um, one of my former classmates who was on the RTM, uh, Arlene Gertzoff, uh, sort of spearheaded that whole thing. Um, I guess there was... A rule had been made several years ago that a person to in order to get something named for you, you you had to be dead. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I'm glad that's not happened. <laughs> right. Like, I guess they they, they were able to, to change that rule, probably based upon the number of years I've been here.
0: Yeah, it's it's interesting you say that, right? Because it seems like we, you know, it, it's so fitting that it while you're here, so you can enjoy it, right? I mean you don't you shouldn't have yeah, to wait for someone to nice. Days. We ch- we tried to also get the football field named after Paul uh, Lane before he,
1: he passed, uh, unfortunately, uh, it was done. But right after he passed, Paul came to my uh, to the ceremony for the, the track. I didn't get a chance to talk to him there, uh, but I stopped by his house the next morning and we had a nice chat.
0: Yeah, it's a, it it's a, it's great, right? I mean, to to have those memories uh, and, and things like that.
1: He was he was. He was instrumental in getting me. It was Ed Hall at at Bedford that got me interested in track. Paul helped me develop my passion for track, and then my college coach, uh, Rip Powell, helped me turn that into a career. Only for me to come back and work with Paul for a number of years, and so that that was that was exciting.
0: Were you on Paul's staff? Is that what? Yeah, saying? yeah. Or, well, yeah I was, I, his, I, I was his
1: assistant for. Uh, uh, eight years outdoors indoors when I came back, he immediately turned indoor track over to me, so I was head of indoors. he was head of outdoors. I was his assistant uh, he was getting much more heavily involved with football at the time uh-huh. and um, when he decided to retire from the track side of it, I took over
0: and's so been there ever since i yeah, 've been there a while <laughs> Yeah, listen it 's a very successful program you um and as uh you know you mentioned about the indoor. There's, there's and there's a passion that goes on because it, it's a commitment it's a lot of hours that puts into it and I think it comes through so you talked about developing that passion right um can you walk us through describe how that came about and what that means to you that track means to you
1: uh i make it emotional that's okay I think track saved me here's why my father passed away when I was eight years old I went through a very rebellious stage in junior high, late elementary school, junior high the, the kind that kids usually go through in high school or in college. So I went through it early, and um, I could have easily gone the wrong way. If it hadn't been for those coaches, they brought me back. Ed Hall got me running when I was younger. Um, I saw some success. Wasn't doing well in school. It was because of track that I started doing better in school, and it was because of track that things have happened in my life that wouldn't happen. I went my, met my wife through track. <laughs> so How great is that. Yeah. Um, actually, coached her. <laughs> <laughs> you coach your wife. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's yeah. great. She was the first girl ever to come out for the boys' cross country team and the boys' uh, indoor track team because we didn't have it. Okay. The uh, girls cross country team and the girls uh, indoor track team grew out of the boys teams. You know, the years later we got married, and
0: the rest history. It's lasted a long time. Yeah, for it, it's I mean it's just your story right there. I think exemplifies why you know sports go beyond just the competition. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it you know it's something that gets to you and you and it it stays with you forever and it it changes lives and, and we know what it does. Well, um, you know, as you look back on your great career at Staples and everything that that you've done, um, what is, I don't know if you can, and I'll say one thing or maybe like a few things that really like the things you're most proud of that you've done.
1: Oh, well, probably the fact that in the world of high school athletics, I've been able to stay active in it as long as I have. You hear stories about, you know, I can't take the, the parents anymore. they drive me crazy. I've got to leave. That's not my story. My story is just the opposite. They energize me, and the kids energize me. And every time I start feeling a little bit down or I uh, feel like I'm not making a difference anymore, I'll either get an email, a phone call, a visit from somebody from the past that reinforces how, what I'm doing. Is, is very important.
0: It is. I, you know, that day that we, we hung in the meet, I know I was uh, uh, sitting with you and it's right there. I noticed that the relationship you have with, with the team is very unique. I mean, they call you a ladder, they come up to you and, and they talk to you about things in the meet. And I noticed that there was a hurdle that just. He didn't finish as you thought, and right away you picked up on an injury. I think it was Luke, right? I mean, he's yeah. like, are you okay? And you guys kind of had a conversation, and, and I'm sure that it's got to be some special develop relationships you have with the kids.
1: Yeah, it, it's, it's very interesting because you see these kids come in as freshmen, and they don't know who I am. <laughs> <laughs> have no idea who they're dealing with, right? And, uh, what do we call you? I said, well, you call me Laddie. Mm-hmm. Not Coach. I said, well, you can call me Coach if you want to. Don't call me Mr. Lawrence. You can call me Coach Lawrence, you can call me just Coach, but I prefer if you call me Laddie. It's a nickname that my grandfather gave me when I was a little lad. He was Scottish. Um, My father and I and my grandfather and his father before him and his father before him and my son, all first names are John. And um, so my grandfather was known as John. My father was known as Johnny. That was his name. He started calling me the little lad. Pretty soon, the little part got dropped as I grew, and it was just lad and then laddie. And the first track write up I ever had when I was a sophomore at Staples said, "John Laddie Lawrence," places and statement or whatever it was. And uh, so,
0: it's, it's a nickname. Every, yeah. Little kids in town call me laddie. Yeah, <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean little ones. <laughs> it, it's the familiarity, right? I mean, it, it's just so. I, I think, and it's I special. prefer that. I yeah. prefer that. And, and it's special. I mean, I think it's really special because it, it, that relationship that you have with the, with, with the team, I thought was really special.
1: I, to me, it breaks down some barriers right away. Um, yeah, so anyway, that, that young kid comes in and doesn't know me from Adam, by the time he's a senior, we've got a great relationship going. If They've stayed in the program for a long time. Sometimes I'm, I'm disappointed that some kids don't stay in the program a long time because I can see that they may have developed into more than they were when they left. Everybody, you know. Yeah, I mean,
0: you know, life happens, and, and, you know, but like you said, the people that stay with it gain a lot more than just the physical ability and, and the growth. It it's, it stays with you for a long time. Yeah, and um, as, as we close here, I wanted to ask you about, you know, as you coach through all these years, and, and like you said, some competition with the programs, but I know that a lot of programs – you know, the kids start early there and they transfer over to track as an opportunity to, you know, there's always a path there for college, right? And how is the recruiting and done and the opportunities like someone that, let's just say they're looking, oh, you know, I want to do track uh, and do that. How? How? And my question is more, sorry, it's long-winded, but it's like, it's right. how is the recruiting done in college? Is it like, I mean, track, is it more? On the meets, the thing. Talk a little bit about the process. You've seen it all, so
1: well. Since technology has come on, and everything we do is is uh, you know we do electronic timing now. Uh-huh. We've actually bought our own system. Uh, we've got computers. We ent- make entries to meets. We, we used to write them on little cards, and you turn the cards in. Now it's all done with um, a computer program called Athletic Net. And the college coaches, it's easy now because they just go on the meet sites and check the results. And they see something they like, then they contact me or the kids, and goes from there. Uh, we we graduated uh, 15 seniors last year. Eight of them are competing on college teams this year.
0: That's an amazing ratio. Yeah, uh, that is really good. So, it, but is there any? It, and I'm sure over the years you've got a lot of connections. But are there anything specific that you guys work on for an athlete that go in college, or is it just kind of happens naturally?
1: Uh, what I here here's the way we do it. I tell the kids. Find the schools with your guidance counselor that fit your needs academically for what you want to do in life. Okay, then narrow that field down. Come to see me, and we'll decide which ones might be the best match for competing. And then
0: develop from it there. It's up to you. It
1: develops from there. Sometimes the kids, will, you know, will get recruited. Sometimes they go recruit the school. Works both ways.
0: Yeah, it. We, we, I, I had a, you know, a volleyball player earlier in our podcast here, probably I think the third or fourth, and he talked about how you, he would, you know, email this coach and say, "Hey, I'm going to be playing a Discord at this time. Come watch me," and then it happened for him. So yeah. it's about going out. Sometimes you got to go after it too. Yeah. You got to go so, get yeah, it better. Yeah, it does
1: work that way. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and as I said before, we've we've been very lucky. We've had a lot of kids go off to, to school to compete. Uh, some of them with scholarships we're competing some of them as walk-ons
0: yeah it's listen i've you know i'm really excited about the spring season as we get along you know and, and cover you guys more and more and learn more about the sport uh but coach you know before i let you go i wanted to do a little um quick hits here a little some personal not too personal <laughs> questions get everybody to know you a little bit more all right if, if you don't mind all right <laughs> so i'll ask some questions you kind of just give what comes to mind here Um, uh, are you a morning person or night owl Oh, <laughs> probably neither but i'd say night owl uh, okay. why neither uh, yeah. because you kind of you all uh, place I'm, I'm, place. Almost, uh, I'm 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 hard to get wake in the morning <laughs> all, right, all, right. all right texting or calling oh calling all right what is the last series you binge watch or movie are you into series at all or movies what's uh oh no i don't binge watch anything all right, well, that's okay? And uh, what is your? F- I don't your have f- time. Yeah, wait, there's <laughs> too much track going on. What's your favorite type of music? Or your favorite artist? Country. Country. Yeah. Prefer- favorite artist in country? Uh, I have a lot of them. A lot of them. All right. Uh, on vacation, beach or sightseeing? Mm, I'd say sightseeing. Sightseeing. Right. Do you have a hidden talent or skill?
1: I don't think so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> if i do i haven't found it, haven't found it. it's too hidden, it's too <laughs> hidden. Uh, I, I know
1: it's not music i know it's not <laughs> no, music no you don't want to be around me when i'm singing <laughs> all right well but
0: listen they say uh you know it's like singing it's it, it, you're just getting it out of the soul right? it doesn't matter if it's good right. or bad. you're just kind of having fun yeah. with it uh pizza or ice cream oh pizza, pizza. all right which superpower you wish you had Um see the future, maybe. Alright. Um, if you could have lunch with any historical figure or anyone, dead or alive, who would it be and why?
1: <sighs> why? Jesse yawns. Why?
0: He was one of my heroes when I was growing up. Amazing. If you could go back and relive one day in your life, either relive it or watch it from afar, what day would that be?
1: I don't know. Maybe the day I got married—it's amazing. We live it all the time. We live it all the time, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's still—I still remember. It kind of takes my breath away when you go back because it's kind of where it started all for us, right? Yeah. yeah. Coach Laddie, I can't thank you enough for being here. It was such a pleasure. I thank you so much for being open with us and everything you talked about today. And um, I definitely hope to have you again very soon.
1: I enjoyed being here very much. I want to thank you. I think this is a great opportunity for people to find out more about all the different sports at Staples. And I appreciate you doing all this. Thank
0: you. We'll keep going. Thanks, Coach. Appreciate it. Thank you.